Hi, everybody. Welcome to It's Taboo, a new podcast about social content considered taboo. I am your host, Zen. Today, we're going to talk about an important day that happened last week, November 20th, 2020, which is the Transgender Day of Remembrance. So that is the day that we, within our community, pray and ask for positive energy and comfort and wisdom as we go into the new year. This is where we mourn and grieve the loss of our brothers and sisters who died at the hands of hate, because that's really what it comes down to. If you got a chance to listen to my last podcast about transgender, you got a basic foundation on what the definition transgender is. So today we're going to talk about transgender, the Transgender Day of Remembrance, and a couple of key historic items so that way we can kind of paint a better picture because I can be the first one to admit to you that I am not as versed as I should be to discuss transgender in a very educated way. I learn every single day because while I can read text and while I can get scientific information and data to help me, ultimately knowing someone who is transgender is going to give you a much clearer picture into the life of someone who identifies as transgender. So first off, I'll go ahead and give you a little insight on where transgender the word came from. It was first highlighted by Dr. John F. Oliven in 1965. According to his literature, he basically explained where the compulsive urge reaches beyond female vestments and becomes an urge for gender change or sex change, transvestitism becomes transsexualism. And you'll go on to understand that the word transsexualism and transgenderism are synonyms. Essentially, they mean the same thing. Now, a few years later, in 1969, Virginia Prince, who is an activist and a writer, first used the words transgender role in 1969. This was shortly before the Stonewall riot. If you want to call it a riot, it wasn't a riot. It was more just like, we are going to take a stand. So the Stonewall stand, which was essentially the beginning of the LGBTQ fight for rights, that was the first time within her writing she used the words transgender role. According to her, she would rather be identified as transgender role than transsexual. Good point there. Now, a few years later, in 1974, at the University of Leeds, a group of social workers, doctors, medical personnel came together for the first time to have the transvestite and transsexual conference. And this is really where things started to take shape. Because at this point, the terms that we use today were essentially put into mainstream practice. So for example, a transvestite is known as people who dress as the opposite gender than they were assigned at birth. Then we have transsexual, the term defined as people who transition genders through surgery and then transgender, people who did transition but did not elect to undergo surgery. So in 1974, these were the terms that were put into literature which then became mainstream. 
So whenever we refer to those of the trans community, the term transgender is an umbrella term that encompasses everyone within that community. And there are a lot of different words to explain the different identities within trans. Now, there is another word that you may have seen a lot. It is cis, C-I-S. Now, that means only one thing. Essentially, the identity you were assigned at birth, the gender you were assigned at birth, is the same gender that you identify as of today. So if you are a cis man, that means you were born male and you identify as male. So just in case you see that, because I did not know what that word meant, and now that I do, I'm able to go ahead and use it in a proper way. But I did want to bring up transgender in general, because today there was some sad news. Today is Tuesday, November 24, 2020, and I usually go through the news post to see what's going on in the world. Now we get to add another death to the death count for the transgender community. When I had started this podcast, it was one person less, and you're thinking, well, you know, 35, 36, is that really a big number? It's absolutely a big number. Think about it like this. These are our brothers and sisters. Even though there are issues within the gay community that we may not always see eye to eye or be able to identify with others' struggles, we are part of the same community. So our brothers and sisters, imagine 36 family members who just passed away for no other reason than they were different. And that's exactly how I feel today, is that someone is missing their daughter, their sister, their loved one. And who knows what the circumstance was, but it all comes down to hate. And if it's all about misinformation or non-education, then let me be the first to tell you that to be transgender is, is something that I personally feel takes more courage and strength than coming out as gay. <clears throat> when you're gay, I'm still going to identify as male in this body. But when you're transgender, you've understood for quite some time. It's not like you wake up one day and like, I'm going to be transgender. You've struggled to find yourself in the world to see someone else who is also like you. So to have the courage to be say, I am in the wrong body. I am female. I am a woman trapped in a man's body. That is exactly what it is. You are female trapped in a man's body. You, you, I, you identify as male. You are seen as male. But that is not who you are inside. Tons of courage to be able to put on your face, your clothing, be happy with your look, and walk with confidence. And fortunately, I know several beautiful people who have made that decision and walk proudly with their head held high. And even with that much confidence, there is still this lingering fear that danger is going to present itself because it will take a look at the world right now we have an election that happened 17 days ago where our president is now currently accepting that he lost there's really no reason for any of us to behave this way these are our brothers and sisters within the transgender community it's completely fine that those who live outside the community do not know what transgender means, but 
we as the gay community, the LGBTQ community, should use our voice, our platform, our ability to educate those around us. Because it all comes down to education. My mother and aunt live in a small town. Older women in their late 70s, a completely different generation that they grew up in. But they have a very consistent schedule. So every morning at the butt crack of dawn, on certain days, they will go to the laundry. Well, it turns out this laundry is run by a group of women who are transgender. And they have no issue. At first, they were a little taken aback. Personally, my parents are very conservative. Tattoos anywhere that can be seen, they generally look at like, oh, they ruined their skin with those tattoos. Okay, you know, you're from a different generation, I get it. But, you know, at first they were kind of taken aback, like, oh, I don't know if I want to meet them. They don't look nice. Well, it's all coming down to perception at this point. But after a while, they got to know these lovely ladies. And they saw that they were just like them. The only difference was that they physically looked different. That's it. Physically looked different, but morally the same. Lived in the same city were raised correctly and had respect and manners. And after a while, they came to the conclusion like, you know, I, I think she likes dressing like a man. Because of course, in her mind, she's seeing her as female, but identifying as male. And of course, yeah, I was like, oh yeah, you know, there, there are people in the community who are known as transgender, who identify as the opposite sex, even though they may have been born biologically female, they identify as male. And even though she couldn't understand a lot of what I'm saying, she was nice. She did not have any preconceived notions about who these women were. She was not under any impression that they were dangerous or evil or sinners. To her, they were just a nice group of ladies that she would see every few days when she went to the washer -terian. And that was it. And her life went on, and there was no issue. And she was not spreading gossip or telling the city to go down to the Washington to check out these alleged women. She was happy that they were able to identify in this world and find just a little bit of happiness, even in that small town. It truly comes down to education. Because you would be surprised to know, once Virginia Prince used that word, transgenderal, in 1969. Shortly thereafter, Stonewall Stand took place. And then we are now moving forward. Remember, 1974, University of Leeds had their first transvestite and transsexual conference. Literature was brought together. And would you even be surprised to know that in 1975, Minneapolis, Minnesota, thank you, Minneapolis, the first city in the United States to pass a non-discrimination ordinance that protected the lives of all transgender people within that community. Think about it, 1975. And here we are, 2020, and still having issues with our brothers and sisters losing their lives because of miseducation or misinformation. Transgender people are not the problem. Transgender people are just trying to live their life, live their truth, see themselves in the world, see themselves in the world portrayed in a positive way. Because if you look back in history, you will see that transgender individuals, whether it be in TV, 
movies have always been portrayed as perverted or sexually deviant or, or something negative. And while those people in general exist on a very wide platform everywhere, it should not be pigeonholed to a transgender individual. You've known a transgender individual. You probably have friends who are transgender. And what a shame that they are not able to speak their truth to you, to say, I am transgender, here's my story. Because I think I have a great story, but no, no, no. That's a story, because that took courage and that took guts. I'm sad to say that sometimes transgender individuals, especially those who are young, who usually are trying to discover or find themselves after puberty, can sometimes get kicked out of the house. And you think, but why? For a lot of parents, it's easier to have an offspring, a child who may have been gay. But with transgender, I can imagine parents are like, what do I do? <laughs> the same thing that you would do with any of your other children. You love them and encourage them and tell them to be themselves. Identify as who you are because you are special. A lot of people will say, oh, well, transgender, you know, they're, they're the mistakes. No, they're not. No, they're not. Because if you are a spiritual or religious person, you know that God created us in his own image and God doesn't make mistakes. So every single person that's on this planet is here for a reason if we're going to use that logic. And honestly, the last person who needs to be judged by others is someone who is on this planet. We are all human beings and our judgment day is reserved for after death. That's how it works. So now that we're all here on the planet together, why not just live in harmony? Honestly, my transgender friends are some of the most beautiful and friendliest people I know. And you would be so lucky to have some of their food. They are just like you and I, and they deserve the same respect we would give our parents and our family members. So just use a little bit of that knowledge to try and make life better for everyone. Because land of the free and home of the brave includes everyone. If you'd like to follow me on any of my social media, feel free to check out my website at itstaboopodcast.com. Thank you for taking the time to click play on your podcast app. If you liked what we had to say, feel free to share this with your podcasting friends. Let them know that the podcast is available for free on any app that supports podcast. Thanks again for stopping by. Be sure to be the change in the world that you want to see. Peace and one love. <laughs>